0: This is Sarah Weymouth and welcome to my podcast where we talk about everything for you to live your best life and we have a little fun too from talking about business, marriage, parenthood, money, health, home decor, friendship, beauty, and pop culture. I'm a mother to three, a wife, a successful business owner, and I want to live my highest best self. Follow along as we learn together, grow, teach, because you only get to live one life. Oh, and I promise to dig deeper and to ask the tough questions. This is the Lime Podcast. Hello, I am so excited about this episode. I've been thinking about doing this for a couple weeks now, and I was going to make it like a quickie episode. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do like a quickie, 15 minutes in and out. But now that I'm sitting here to do it, I guarantee it's probably not going to be a quickie. Because there's actually a good amount to cover, the topic of this episode is all about if you are a brand, you have product that you are trying to get into businesses like Lemon. So for those of you, maybe this is your first episode, you're brand new, you just stumbled on to my podcast, you don't follow me on Instagram, you know nothing about me, I own Lemon, it's a gift shop. Uh, launched in 2017, had a couple stores in California. We now live in Nashville area, moved the business here and relaunched it about six weeks ago. So I've been doing this for a long time, but we did kind of a a revamp. And what has happened with not only the revamp, like relaunching definitely got a lot of new brands reaching out to me to carry their items, but also, as I established myself throughout the years in the Bay Area, more and more brands were trying to get their products into Lemon, where at the beginning of Lemon, it was the opposite. I was like, I'm a nobody. I'm starting a store. Can I have your product? You know, it's it's really funny how quickly it changed and how... I don't have to go, um, I don't wanna say begging, but like trying to get brands. It's really kind of the opposite of way, especially with small brands. Now, one thing I try to do with Lemon constantly is have this beautiful balance between larger brands that we all love and know versus um, smaller brands, local brands, you know, people doing small batches, that sort of thing. It really does. I like the combo because I feel like it gives the most variety in the store, um, and also it makes us very unique. So, and I love smart. I love supporting small business as much as I can. I'm supporting small business, and um, I like to keep local as much as possible. I definitely like to be U.S. based as much as possible for obvious reasons. So, it's a big. Passion behind what I do at Lemon. But since, so since we relaunched, I got a bunch of people reaching out. A lot of local Tennessee businesses that are like, hey, I make candles, or look at these cool boards I make, or look at my jewelry or whatever right there's so many things and the other thing about lemon if you don't know is that it's a gift shop and we carry a lot of categories our main three things that we carry is home baby and women and then we have seasonal stuff that rotates through so for example if you walk into lemon right now we have the whole front table is father's day gifts so we've got guys clothes We've got hats, we've got barbecue stuff, we've got, um, I mean, you name it. It's all on that front table pretty much. So that would be a great example of something seasonal where we used to carry men's stuff in a small section year round, but now I'm doing it on a seasonal basis. Um, So I guess another good example would be after Father's Day, everything will be switched over to 4th of July right? Obviously we don't carry 4th of July stuff or red, white, and blue um, year round. So that's another example of something that would be seasonal that would come into the store, sell out, and be done. So because of all the categories and the seasonal aspect of it, we work with a lot of brands. I also like to work with a lot of brands because I think it keeps the store more unique where traditional boutique, they might work with anywhere from six to eight, brands. At Lemon, throughout the years, we've worked with over a hundred brands. So I want to pause for a second so you can comprehend what I just said. That, That is what makes Lemon, I don't want to sound cocky, but that's what makes Lemon untouchable. I remember when I launched the business, my goal was just to have a successful business. And then very quickly, I was like, well, I want to be the best gift shop. Like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And we did it. We were voted the best gift shop year after year after year. In We were in the East Bay at the time in California. We, we've only been here for six weeks. So obviously, we don't have any local awards here. But the reason that we so easily became the best gift shop was because of that variety quality. We also focus on non-toxic and organic and just bringing things in that wasn't tchotchke or cheap or, you know, boring. It was that mixture that made us what we are. And quite frankly, I never saw any competition and I still don't. One, I don't see competition because I think there's enough pieces of the pie for all of us. I think the more brick and mortar businesses there are, and the more successful we all are, the better for all of us, right? Like that creates a very natural foot traffic and a very happy shopping experience. Um, so I never want to see other businesses not do well or to close shop or anything like that. So that's part of it. But the other part of it is because of what I have done with our brands, it's, has took us to the next level right it's kind of like when you go on amazon and you're like i don't know i'm looking for organic sheets and like there's like a whole bunch of options you know it's like that's kind of what lemon does for a small gift shop where you're like okay i want a graphic tea okay well you've got seven options you know Oh, okay. I really want a cheese board. Okay. You've got the 15 options, right? Like we've done such a good job with variety and size and like all these different things and materials and brands and blah, blah, blah. So that that's kind of like the gist of like what lemon is and you know, why I wanted to do this episode is because I work with so many brands that I really want to like kind of pay it forward to anyone that is either starting a brand, already has a brand and they want to take it wholesale, which for those that don't know, um, there's retail where they're selling directly to consumers, you, they're selling directly to you, or there's wholesale where they're selling their products to a store like Lemon or like Nordstrom or whatever, and then Lemon turns around and obviously is selling it under their brand. So typically, a lot of small businesses have a hard time transitioning from retail to wholesale. And I know this because before I launched Lemon, I had a couple brands of my own. I had my own jewelry line, I had my own baby onesie line. So I was in that place of transitioning my business from retail into wholesale, and that's when I actually decided to completely flip the script and open up Lemon instead, which is a whole nother story that we won't get into. But um, what was my point? <laughs> like I'm losing my train of thought because there's so much I want to say and I'm getting super excited about it because I'm passionate about this stuff. So, okay, yeah, so it's hard because when you're doing things in smaller quantities, it typically costs you more and then as you expand and you're doing higher quantities then you are able to get into the wholesale world. So that's typically what's the difficult part. But the other piece of it is just not knowing. Not knowing what you need to do to get your items into stores like Lemon, and I see so many mistakes you guys and You know, one thing you have to realize that business owners like me are super busy. Running a store like Lemon is no joke. I've got six employees. I've got all of my in-store customers and tourists now, now because of our location. I've got all of our online business, our e-commerce. We've got our social media. We've got, like I said, we work with over 100 different brands, you know, throughout the year. We've got all of the different holidays to rotate through. I just ordered Christmas and it's May. So again, I have to think ahead. I mean, I'm customer support. I'm doing so much that when a brand emails me and says, look at my candles, it's almost laughable because I'm like, who has time for this? (laughs) Like, I don't have time for this. But I always love to learn about new brands. I always love to bring new brands in if it fits our business, I want it. And I want to bring my customers like the best of the best. So, I don't ever ignore, you know, those emails or messages, but I will tell you my pet peeves. I will tell you what works and what doesn't work, and I will tell you what owners like me look for. So, first and foremost, get off of Etsy. If I get one more person that reaches out to me and says, check out my shop on Etsy, I'm going to scream, no, I am not going to check out your business on Etsy. You are a brand. Today's world, anyone can have a website within two seconds. And I would say the easiest platform is Shopify. I do not work for them. I do not get paid for saying that and they're probably gonna take over the world at some point because what Shopify has done, it has streamlined small business and it has given opportunity for even even like Lemon, we use Shopify and it, it's our e-commerce as well. So you know, look into it, it's not very expensive, especially if you're just gonna be a website and you're not gonna have a point of sale system or anything else fancy attached to it and you can create a beautiful website that's very easy to do if you have to hire someone you can but you don't have to a lot of it is plug and play um if you look at lemon's website lemongiftshop.com that is a little bit more of a custom website but it's i did it all myself you guys so you can do it it just takes a little bit of maybe googling learning calling shopify for questions whatever make a beautiful website you can take orders right off of that website You can send that to potential stores and you could even have them order off of your website. A lot of people have like a wholesale portal attached to their website or you give them their discount code so they can check out as a wholesaler where it removes taxes and fees and all that. Um, That way we can, you know, you, you look like a legit business. Like this is not rocket science, but it kind of goes back to the episode I did on perception is reality. If you haven't listened to it, it is one of the most important things I have learned and I learned it in my early twenties. And I, I think a lot of my success now that I'm 36, I had to think how old I am <laughs> now that I'm 36 is because I learned that so early on. So what perception is reality you need to have a very professional, beautiful website. You need to have good images. You need to have good descriptions. You need to have a beautiful logo. You need to have it be very accessible. You need to have a beautiful social media. All the things that is really not that hard. And a lot of it is for free. You just have to take a moment to do it. And if you're if you're not good at that kind of stuff, hire somebody. Hire somebody for three hours and have them make the website look good, hire a photographer to take pictures for you. Like Whatever you need to do, a lot of it is a one-time thing. So that's my first thing. I'm not ordering off of Etsy. I wanna do nothing with Etsy. I, I think Etsy was a very 2010 kind of a thing. It doesn't make any sense in today's world. The amount of fees and percentages that they take from you as a business owner, from you as the brand, it makes me so sad. You could be doing so much better doing big wholesale orders on your own without giving a percent of your money to that company you know what i mean so i think i would rethink that one take a look at why you're on etsy are you just scared you're not going to get business like what is it because you could be putting your energy and your money into better places um i think also if you could get to a place where your brand is wholesale only and you're not doing any retail that's always a huge plus for us store owners. I, probably about half of what I carry at the store, you cannot get on your own. You have to go through me to get the product. And that's, again, like obviously a huge plus because it it um, eliminates the ability of somebody like going online to buy it from, you know, the brand themselves or whatever, right? If you can, that's a good, good, good way to go about it. Um, I think overall staying professional with everything that you do, emailing very professionally, responding in a very professional way, following up in a very professional way. um, I love, you know, kindness can go a long way. Like, you know, just being able to say like, you know, um, I, lo- I love your business, and I love what you do, and like I saw this really cute hat the other day. Just little things like that can really go a long way with a business owner like myself that's just so inundated with things day in and day out that we could easily just skim over or ignore what you have to offer um you also want to think about making it easy to order so we talked about making it easy where i could just go onto your website and order making it very seamless i don't want to email back and forth to put an order in that's so old school nobody does it like that anymore if they do do it like that it's because maybe it's a very established brand and they're able to do that you know but like i i I'm trying to rack my brain for any brand that does it that way anymore. So it needs to be a very seamless, easy way to order. I can pop on and order at any time. I want to be able to order at six in the morning or at 10 PM or on a Sunday. I don't want to have to connect with you. I don't, I like no offense, but like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to have to meet with you. i nothing like that because I do not have time. And as much as, You know, you're probably a great person, and like we could totally have a great conversation. I don't have time for that. As a business owner like myself, I'm small talking all the time. I have employees, I have customers, I have, you know, I'm running around, I'm there in person, I'm in my office, I'm doing all the things that I don't want to have to meet with you to order or get on a phone with you or send you 16 emails. So, you need to figure out a way to streamline it. Where it is at as easy as possible. Um, another thing I'll say right now, before I forget, there are websites that you can get your product on, and it's a, it's you know, it's for us to go order from. It's wholesale sites, and they do take a percent. Um, I think at the beginning, if you need something to boost your numbers and move product, I don't. I think it might not be a bad idea. I think get on there sell a bunch of product, move things, you know, get everything to a good price point, whatever you need to do. And then from there, I would reach out to everyone that's ordered from you and say, "Hey, thank you for ordering. Here is 15% off if you order again. You just have to go directly to our website and order from there, you know, use this code at checkout and you're going to get an additional, you know, 15% off as a thank you." That's how you get brands to get away from the website that they were ordering on and directly working with you. I'm sure that there's some sort of like rules against that, but I would do that. Why not? But you know, this is the beginning. Like you're just getting yourself out there. And once you start establishing relationships, it's so much easier to move away from websites like that that take such a big percentage from you. Uh, the other thing i would think about is fast delivery if i order something cool and it takes three four or five weeks to get i'm de- i'm probably done i'll probably never order again and I'm being just really blunt with you uh typically if i'm ordering a small order from a small business my expectation is it's going to be fast when i do larger orders from larger companies like you know if i'm Ordering a palette, like that's different, right? Like that takes more time and that's it, is what it is. But even those orders sometimes come in three days. So you really have to have product ready to go, ship right away, have it be in really professional packaging and um, if something breaks or comes damaged, you're immediately taking care of it. You're refunding right away. You're making it really easy on the business owner where you're telling them just to throw away the broken item they're taking care of so they can move on to the next task. If I ever have an issue with something and the brand is hard to work with on the issue, I'm probably never going to order again because, I, again, I don't have time. I don't have time to deal with that. Um. The other thing you wanna think about is high quality. If we love something, we order something and it's not up to par to what we expect, one, I might completely re- return the item. I might be like, uh-uh, I'm not, this is not what you know you said it was and I'm not interested. Or I might sell it and then tell you, and then I might never order again. So you really wanna take the time to have an amazing product when you are a brand with product your main job is to have the best product that's it you don't have brick and mortar you don't have overhead you don't might not even have employees you don't have any of that stuff your job is great product and that's pretty much it so you really have to make that your bread and butter of what you do there's a candle company that we still work with that they pulled one of their really really best-selling scents and this was years ago and i reached out to them and i'm like where is this scent like everyone loves this scent you cannot discontinue this like we're gonna be so sad and they said hey honestly the oils that we were using for the scent we don't like how they were being manufactured And we wanted a higher quality, natural scent. So we had to pull the product, take a moment to find a better production of this, and then we're gonna bring the candle back. And they did. They brought the candle scent back. It's still one of our best sellers, still one of my favorites. And I really appreciated that they took the time to, make sure that the product was perfect. And that's just one example. So you will get a lot of loyalty from store owners just knowing that you care about the quality of your products and that you go above and beyond anyone else. There are how many candle brands out there? A bajillion. And I've been very loyal to this brand for years since day one of lemon because of their non-toxic high quality 100 percent soy blah 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 right like because they really care and i can see the quality in everything from the scent from the burn time everything about their candles so it's really crucial for the longevity of your brand to think about the quality And as much as you can stay away from China and the cheap China stuff, I think that that's huge. Like we, we look for that. We look for us made, we look for us um, production. We look for, um, you know, if I am buying something that's not us, um, I want to get it from Portugal. I want to get it from India. Like it's kind of cool to be like, this is literally from India or this is from Italy. Like it's we have a lot of products at lemon that are from different countries and i think it's very cool but as we know a lot of stuff is very cheaply pieced together in china and we also just don't know the quality of um how it's being made so that's big for me um what else was there oh i was just gonna say like just understanding how busy the store owners are I think if you send an email and you don't get a response, don't take it personally, follow up, again, very nicely, but follow up. And um, I think what helps a lot is samples. So um, I like, let's go back to the candle example. I will not bring candles into lemon that I haven't personally tested. And I used to just get like the, the scents, like smelling the scents of the candles but if I don't get the actual container and I don't get to burn the actual candle, I won't order. I won't order those candles at all because you don't know the candles could um, not burn well. They could burn really fast. They could burn with like that black smoke. They, there's a lot of. They could um, smell really good, and then as soon as you light it, it doesn't smell anymore. You know, some candles do that. So I'm again, I'm very particular about the quality. So. If you want me to carry your candles, you're sending me full samples that I can try, make sure that they're good. You're giving me full description of what's in the candle, so I can know that they're non toxic, that they're safe. You again are making it easy for me to order. So all of that stuff is huge. I think samples are a really big one. If you can send samples, that's everything. Especially if you're doing um, skincare products or um, cleaning products for the house or things like that, where we can't tell from the picture if it's good or not, right? Like, okay, cool. It has a cool packaging. Um, one thing I will say about packaging that I want you to remember is that that could be the deal breaker. So for me, for Lemon, I will literally pick a product that is maybe not as good. I mean, I don't want to say not as good. Why do I word this, Right i will pick a product off of obviously like i want like the ingredients and stuff to be non-toxic and be good and i want the product to work but then i'll also want the product to display well i want it to look good um we have a lot of product at lemon right now everything's black and white so hand cream hand lotion hand soap body wash everything black and white i don't want any like cheesy bottles or like designs on the bottle i don't want color like no one wants that right now right now very clean modern is in i like it very clean and modern anyways so if you bring me you know let's say you have a lotion line and they're all like different colors like pink purple blue blah. blah. it's like that's fine i'm just not going to carry that at my store probably not where i'm at today we're very streamlined and we're giving our clients what they want, which is a lot of this more modern, clean look. Um, So you need to just be aware of that. If you're noticing no one's buying and you suspect it might be the packaging, then ask. I would straight up be like, hey, I know you haven't ordered from us. I'm wondering if it's the packaging. I'm actually thinking about changing it I would love to hear your opinion if you have a moment and honestly if i got a message like that i'd probably respond you might only get one or two lines from me but i would probably be like yeah the color scheme doesn't really work for our display i love black and white and that's it and you start gathering information that way and you're able to come up with your conclusion for your brand um i could never tell you what to do with your brand because it's not my brand right and and maybe lemon doesn't work for lemon but it works for a bunch of other stores you know so you had to take everything with a little bit of grain of salt because it's your brand but it's good to get that feedback and to really understand okay that's why she didn't order right and it's like you then then you can make the decision from there what you're going to do so that's a really big one um And and the other thing to remember, a lot of times business owners, we don't want to say that to you. Like, I don't want to go out of my way to like make you feel bad, you know, and be like, I don't like the way it looks, you know, (laughs) like, but if you asked and you honestly wanted my opinion, I would give it to you, of course, you know, so don't sit back and just hope that people are going to tell you what's going on as that doesn't work. That's not going to happen. No no one's going to go out of their way to be like, you know, I hate the color green. (laughs) Like, you know, like, it's just like, we're not going to do that. That just seems mean. Um, yeah. So that's a big one. Um, what else? I had like a little list I was going off of. I just want to make sure I don't forget anything. I said great images, which we kind of talked about a little bit. Um, The other thing to remember with images is that like, okay, so for Lemon, I get photographers that will reach out to me and say, oh, I do product photography, like would love to work with Lemon. Let me know if you're interested, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not interested. And the reason I'm not interested is because we get product and product sells out so quickly that I would just be throwing money away. Like if I had a photographer come and take pictures of product right now and then I u- waited for them to edit it <laughs> and then I use those photos, it would be I by the time I even get the photos, the product might be gone. So my point with telling you that is that I don't want to go out of my way to get good images done for a website or even for Instagram when product is coming coming and going so quickly. So with you and your brand having beautiful images of your product that I can use is huge because that's gonna be, look so much better on my website and on my social than anything that I'm going to do because again, if I buy a dress and let's say we get six of them or eight of them or 10 of them or whatever, we sell out, in eight days, then we're going to get a different dress. Like rarely do I restock. Like I will restock some basics, like again, candles and things like that. But typically if something sells out, we move on to something else because we want to keep it fresh and different and new. And no one wants to walk into the store and see the same stuff over and over and over again. So those images can actually be a deal breaker or a deal maker depending on if you do them well or not. Sometimes I'll, I'll get something just because it looks really good in the photos. And I'm like, yes, I love the way that looks. Let's get those, get that on our website, and get that on our social ASAP. So do, do that. Um, another thing I have to think about as a brick and mortar is how a product will display. Sometimes a product is amazing, but if I know it won't display well, then I won't order it or I might order it in smaller quantities or I might order it and then honestly regret it because the display is so hard. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. Uh, we used to have these really large, oversized uh, beach towels and love them. And I might do them again, but I also know that they don't display well because if you roll them up or fold them, nobody knows what they are. If you try to put them on like a rack or something large, they take up a lot of space. They layer on top of each other. People are constantly asking what they are. Is this a tablecloth? Is this like, what is this? Because it has more of like the fringe and it's like more detailed than a normal towel, you know? So things like that are really hard for us. We're, As much as we might love your product, if it doesn't display well, we're probably gonna pass. So uh, ways that you can help with that. So for example, we have right now at the store, we have a kid cooking set where it's an apron, the chef's hat, and the mitt for the oven. And it's all kind of folded and piled on top of each other and it's tied. With you know, with a bow on it, and the reason it's selling well is because the tag that came with it has the um, imaging of a drawing, basically, of what is in that set, and it will literally say also on top of the image, you know, um, I forget exactly what it says, but like kids chef set or kids baking set or whatever, right? So as a shopper, when you're looking in the kids section and the baby section and you see this, you're like, this is cute. What is this? You instantly know by looking at the tag. And then of course you can look at you know the barcode and like the name of the product and all that stuff too. But that kind of saves the day. So if you have a product like that, where you're like why is no one buying this this is so cute and it looks so cute in photos and it looks really good on your website and maybe you sell a lot of it on your website but as soon as a store owner brings it into their store it doesn't do well or they're worried about display that's the kind of stuff you have to think about like okay well, what if I added a tag with a description um a lot of our baby stuff there's always a tag that says organic because that's such a huge part of what we do and a huge selling part if it didn't have that tag that said organic it's like it's not the end of the world but it is a huge selling point and it does move product a lot faster than if it didn't say organic even if it is organic because no one knows no you know it's it's hard for us at the store to always be going above and beyond to let customers know details like that. A lot of times people are browsing and looking and we're busy with other customers. So the display is super important. So that's something to definitely think about with your product. It might be the one thing holding you back from getting the product into stores at a faster pace um the other thing i would say is going to market could be great there's home and gift market there's women apparel there's men's apparel there's kids there's baby there's athletic wear there's all these different markets now and they're all over the place they have them in new york they have them in atlanta they have them in la vegas um they even do some here in in nashville like You could just kind of search and find some that makes sense for your product. I will say, I think an owner like me, you probably won't see at a market because I don't have time. (laughs) Sometimes, I mean, I feel like I'm going to go to some markets just for fun, you know, like just for fun, just to go maybe find some new brands, maybe connect with some people and... You know meet some of my reps in person that I normally don't get to meet but it since I've been in business since two, since 2017 I've only been to market one time and it was like so overwhelming I don't even think I bought anything because I was like it was in Vegas and I was having more fun than working to be honest so I but I think you know if you're starting, it could be a really good learning experience to talk to some business owners, talk to some other brands, see what they do, not to like copy, but just to like understand the business, especially if you've never done it before. Um, I'm trying to think what else I'm missing. I usually like plan these episodes better, but I just wanted to to get in and start talking about this because I have been. Really thinking about this topic, um, because I've been getting a lot of outpour about it. Uh, the other thing I would say that could be really powerful tool, just to do wherever you can go locally, or if you're traveling, is to offer pop up shops. So you know, you offer business owners, hey, I'm, I would love to come do a pop up shop with my, I don't know, jewelry brand and whatever you know we sell at the event i'll give you 20 percent of sales and we're going to cross market with each other and hopefully get a bunch of people to come in shop the jewelry but also of course shop your shop pop-ups can be really powerful because not only are you just getting your product out there and being a part of different stores but you can make a relationship that way you can also prove to the business owner how great your product is you know let's say a business owner is on the fence Eh, i'm not sure maybe whatever you come do a pop-up the pop-up kills it you sell a bunch of stuff everyone's so excited about your product then You know, you basically say it again, like, hey, the pop-up went really well. I'd love for you to carry the product in the store, you know, check out the website, what all of the things, (laughs) excuse me. And that can be huge. Um, I remember one time we had a pop-up with someone that did vintage Chanel, like they took like Chanel buttons and made them into jewelry. It was kind of random. This was pre-COVID. And I was like, eh, I don't know, but she killed it. She came, the pop-up went really well, a bunch of people shopped, and I did consider to like keep her jewelry at the store. Um, I think COVID happened soon after, so that's I think that's why we didn't. But it can really change your perspective because I was a little unsure, and then I saw how much you know, she, we did and how people were excited. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. So that's a big part. Um, The other thing I'll say is if you're unfamiliar with like what a line sheet is and some of the basic lingo, I would definitely Google and learn, you know, I mean, there was a period of time where I didn't know what a line sheet was. I remember when I started Lemon and I spoke to one of my first brands and they said, oh, great, I'm going to send you a line sheet. I just like played dumb and I was like great can't wait to see it and then when it came I opened the link so I could see what a line sheet is and then I you know now it's like I know what it is but basically a line sheet is your breakdown of the product the variant options. so let's say you've got a certain type of hat and it comes in three different colors then you're obviously showing them all the color options you're giving them Wholesale price and retail price, which is usually about fifty percent or better. The better margins you can give, the the better. Obviously, um, you also have to equate for: are you doing free shipping or not, um, and things like that. And then you're giving maybe a little bit of a description of the product, and um, I love having images on the line sheet so I can very quickly see what I'm ordering. I will never order from a line sheet that doesn't have an image. Just being Frank because I don't know what I'm ordering. If you put heart necklace and you expect me to like go on your website and like find the heart necklace and like see what the heart necklace looks like. Like I'm not, I'm not doing it. That's too much work. I don't even know if I'm looking at the right necklace. What if I order the wrong thing? There's too many variables attached to a line sheet without images. Images can be the easiest way for us to go. I love it. need to have it. Or nope, don't want it, you know? So yeah, take the time to make sure you know the lingo and make really good line sheets. If you can make really cool like lookbooks and things like that are really nice, usually again just like google all this stuff like you do not need to go into it blind and feel like you're reinventing the wheel that's what google's for and you can literally just ask anything and get tons of examples you could watch youtube videos like all the things so i hope that this has helped i Love all the brands that we work with. I love finding new brands. I just wish sometimes I could get this information to some of them and get them to really kind of be their, their best brand and expand quickly. And you can do it. You could be in 100 stores. You could be in 300 stores. It just takes a little bit of work up front to really shine from your website and all the things. Don't diminish yourself because you are a small business. You could be a one-person business and kill it, you know? Maybe you only have five products. It's just different types of organic lip balm. But if you do a really good job and people love it, you can be in every sh- every single store, you know? So get out there, do the thing. Um, and I would love to hear feedback my instagram that i'm mostly on is nashville underscore vibing Um, obviously lemon gift shop is the store i answer all of that as well so if you want to pop on and send me a dm and let me know if this episode helped you or any of the other episodes or what kind of episodes you want to see next um I love the interaction piece. So the podcasting is kind of a little weird for me where I'm kind of talking to nobody, but all of you. <laughs> I mean, I can see like all the you know, um like the numbers, like how many people have watched each, each episode and um which episodes were more popular than others, but I would really love to hear from you. What is resonating? What's helpful? And if you've got a brand or starting a brand or growing your brand and this episode was helpful, I would love to hear um, your thoughts. Okay. Have a good one, you guys. You've got this.